Today on the Beauty Business Podcast, we're kicking off one of our mini-series. For the next few weeks, we're focusing on a topic that's become seriously overlooked by most beauty business owners, one that can be responsible for putting a lot more money in your pocket and saving you time. Sounds too good to be true, right? What am I talking about? Well, keep listening and I'll tell you. Creating the beauty business you dream of doesn't have to be hard. It's all about mastering some basic principles and putting in place key strategies to give your business the strong foundation it needs to build from. Throw in the right mindset, the right systems, and being willing to stretch your comfort zone to boost those confidence skills and knowing how to promote and market yourself properly, and your success is inevitable. Problem is, that's not what they taught you when you were learning your skills. So that's what I'm here for. Welcome to the Beauty Business Podcast. With over half a million downloads, it's the number one podcast for independent beauty business owners just like you. Dedicated to helping you grow, to get the clients and the money you want without all the stress and the worry. And most importantly, without taking up all of your time. My name is Adam Chatterley and I've been helping spas and salons all over the world to succeed for over 20 years. And now I'm going to help transform your business starting today. How are you doing out there? Now, as I record this episode, we are in week four, possibly week five of lockdown. I kind of lost track if I'm honest, but it suddenly seems like things are turning around. The news, as far as infection rates of COVID-19 go, seem to be going in the right direction. And while things aren't yet getting back to normal, whatever normal is, anytime soon, there does seem to be light at the end of the tunnel. So is your mind turning to going back to work? Have you got your plans in place or are you starting to make them? You know, how are you going to reopen, especially if there are still going to be some restrictions in place on you when you do so? Are you going to have some sort of reopening theme? Um, What shifts are you making to ensure that you can see as many of your clients as possible once you are back in business? Now, these are the things that I'm currently working on with my clients. And I hope these things are the things that you're thinking about too. Because, you know, keep in mind, there are going to be a lot of clients wanting desperately to come back and see you on the other side of this. And remember, there are going to be more clients than before as well. Certainly more volume right away. But the sad fact is that a lot of businesses won't have made it through this time. Now, that's obviously bad for them. And my heart really does go out to any business owner that's been forced out of business through no fault of their own. And I've got slightly less sympathy for those that were running a poorly managed, discount driven, bad business operation in the first place. But either way, something like 20%, 20 to 30% of small businesses won't be there when you start to reopen. Now that means there will be a whole bunch of clients ready to bring into your business. Now, yes, some of them may not be your ideal client for sure, but it's not often that there's an opportunity to grab a whole raft of new clients in your area at the same time. And that very rarely comes up. So I I really urge you to seize that opportunity with both hands. But how can you do that exactly? Well, that neatly brings us around to the topic of today's episode. Well, actually the topic of the next few episodes, if I'm honest, because coronavirus aside, I've noticed that one of the key fundamentals, indeed, one of my own foundational building blocks of a beauty business from when I first started Salon Business Secrets back in 2015 I've noticed it started to become severely overlooked by a great many salon owners over the last couple of years. And the irony is that this is something that's even more important now than it was back then. Something that's actually been the savior of some of the more savvy beauty businesses 
as we've been in this very strange recent situation of lockdown. Can you guess what it is that I'm talking about? Now, this is one of those times where I really wish there was some way to kind of get people to answer me back on a podcast. Anyway, the answer is, well, no, let me, let me give you a question. Do you have, do you have a website for your business? Come on, play along. Let's have a show of hands. Put your hands up if you have a website for your business. Okay. Now keep your hand raised if you have a website for your business that you're proud of. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Now keep your hand raised or put it back up again if your website makes you money. Ooh, well, that's not many at all. And okay, that's kind of the problem. Websites have naturally fallen a little bit out of favor over the last couple of years, partly by accident, as good old social media has kind of taken over the spotlight in terms of promoting our work and our businesses online, but partly in terms of time. You know, once again, that limited time that you have that's devoted to online promotions tends to be spent on social media. And I believe that's partly because everyone's now so confused with where a website fits in, whether it's needed any longer, what it needs to have on it, how to get one, what platform to use, and a whole bunch of other questions. But fortunately, you have me and you have this podcast, and that's exactly what I'm hoping to answer and help you with over the next few weeks in this mini series of episodes right here. And starting today, we're going to get started with the big one that a website, your website, should make you more money. And that's why I asked that question a second ago. But how exactly does it do that? And how much money can a website really make you? Well, most beauty businesses with websites these days fall into one of two camps, I find. Number one, you got a website up pretty quickly and as cheap as possible so that you could mentally tick that box that says, yes, I have a website. Or number two, you had a website built a few years ago when they were kind of big news and you've not really done anything with it in a while. Now, there are a handful of more enlightened beauty business owners out there that have on purpose built a website truly as part of their business and integrated it into every part of their business. But I mean a very, very few businesses indeed. So how can a website make you more money? Well, I have several different ways that it can. First of all, you've got to understand that it's the hub of your digital marketing strategy. Wait, what? Okay, bit of a history lesson for you. Before Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all the other social platforms came along, in order to be online as a business, you had a website. Now that really kind of was your digital marketing strategy back then. Have a website. Then all these other things came along and now you find yourself running around trying to record videos for YouTube, um, go live on Facebook, take Insta-worthy photos with inspiring captions for Instagram. It's exhausting. And how on earth do you do all this? And how do these things all fit together? Well, the answer is not by posting the same stuff on each platform. I think we're all wise enough now to know that doesn't really work. For example, just as a practical thing, you can't put links to things in the post description on Instagram like you can on Facebook. So it's really, really obvious when someone is half-arsing their social media and just posting the same stuff to all platforms. The answer really is that they all fit together with your website as the hub. So think of it like a wheel on a bike. You know, I'm going to keep using this analogy throughout this episode, so best picture it now. So all your other online bits and pieces, like your Instagram, your Facebook, your Twitter, your YouTube, your online bookings, your email list, all of these different things, these are all like the spokes of your wheel. 
okay, which I'll talk a bit more about in a moment. But everything of those would fall apart, and rightly so, without all being connected together at the middle in the hub of your wheel, i.e. your website. Now, your spokes, the other things that I just mentioned, social bookings, blogs, article on other websites, interviews, all these different things. Now, they all should link both from your hub and back to your hub or back to your website. Now, the point is you want to be channeling your clients and your potential clients back to your website at all times from all these other things that you have going on online. Now, number two, it's your new storefront. Okay, your website should be your new storefront. And back in the good old days, people would notice a shop, or in our case, a salon, on the high street as they walked or drove past. And if it looked good, they might go in and check it out to find out more. They may ask some questions and possibly book a treatment. They may take a look at a treatment menu and take away a price list. But who has the time to do that anymore? You know, the internet is the new high street and your website is your new storefront. Now, actually, it's more than that. It's your new storefront, it's your front door, it's your entrance area and your receptionist. Something like 86% of consumers check out a business online before visiting it in person these days. And guess what? If people don't like what they see online, they won't go any further. They'll simply hit that back button on their internet browser and go to the next salon or the next clinic or the next spa that appears on their list. Now, even if this is not intentional, if your website doesn't reflect your salon and your brand, it is losing you clients. Fact. Now, number three, the number third reason is that you're in control. Your website is pretty much the only online resource that you have that you are 100% in control of. Now, with other platforms like Facebook and Instagram, you're very much at the mercy of their website, their app, and their business. Now, think about this. Yes, you can post pretty much what you want to your social pages, but the look of those pages and how they work is entirely out of your control. Not only that, but your ability to reach your clients is out of your control too. Now, we all know that business posts only get shared with a fraction of your online audience on social. But what if that was to drop even further? What if Facebook were to say, okay, well, now you need to pay money to continue using your Facebook business page at all? And this is not the case with your website. You've got 100% control over what your website looks like, what's on it, how it works, everything. So it can really be a direct reflection of you and of your business, exactly like walking in the front door of your salon. Not to mention that actually with Instagram, you need a website to be able to usefully generate business anyway. You only have that one clickable link on Instagram, okay, unless you have 10,000 followers and that swipey up the option thing, but you only have that one clickable link on Instagram in your bio. So you need to be able to send interested people somewhere from Instagram to convert them from followers into paying clients. Now, at number four, it's how people find you. Okay, so think about this. How, pe- how do people find you as a business or hear about you these days? Nine times out of 10, it's via a search engine. That really means Google. And what happens when they find you on Google, they click on your website. Well, that's what they should do anyway. Even if they find you some other way via like an offer or an advert, a treatment marketplace website. And like I said, 80% of people will quickly check your website out to see if they like what they see, no matter how they found you online. They might Google you and find your social profiles first, but online data shows that they use this as a stepping stone They might check out your latest post on Instagram, but they'll still go to your website before they take any other step that might be emailing you, that might be messaging you, that might be calling you or making a booking. But they'll 
check out your website before they do anything else. So if you've put all of your effort into social and none of your effort into your website, that's where people are going to stop. Now, number five, online bookings. Right. Okay. Let's get this straight. If you don't have online bookings now, you are missing out on bookings. Your online bookings should be another one of the spokes of your wheel. It should be linked to your website, the hub, so that if someone is on your website and they like what they see, there should be as few steps as possible for them to take that next step and make that booking. Now, here are some stats, actually, direct from Google on online bookings that if nothing else convinces you to get online bookings put on your website straight away, then I don't know what will. Okay, so 52% of online bookings for salons, spas, and clinics now happen outside of your opening hours, okay? And just under 40% happen after 10 p.m. at night or before 6 a.m. in the morning. Now, given the pace of people's lives these days, these are the times that it'd be convenient for your clients to book. So if your clients can't book when it's convenient for them, then they'll go somewhere else where it is convenient for them to book. Now, another stat is that 20% of bookings happen last minute, which is defined as within 48 hours of the treatment itself. Now, once again, if you don't allow people that option to book last minute, but you have the availability, then that's a client that's just gone somewhere else that will give them that option. Now, those lovely people at Google have even gone even further and have come up with some more stats to back up how new clients make booking decisions online for service-based businesses. And first of all, 58.8% of people would only book if a full treatment details were available on your website. Okay, so if that's not a reason to have a website right there, then I don't know what it is. 46.2% of people would only book if you have good and recent customer reviews that are easy to find. Now, yes, I know customer reviews can be found on Facebook and on Google and things like that, and you should have those absolutely. But once again, the hub of those and where you really kind of promote those should be on your website. And finally, 32.3% of people look for easy information on other services and other treatments that you offer on your website before making a decision to book whatever it was they came about in the first place. Now, all of these things should be dealt with easily, simply by your website. But let's go the other way. What puts people off booking, according to Google? Well, 43.3% of people would be put off by poor images of the salon and a surprising 67.7% of people would be put off from booking by a salon that had no images of their salon or used stock images, those ones that you just download off the internet, clear stock images in place of images of your own salon. So if you're not promoting your own salon, your own images on your website, that's affecting the number of people who are finding your website and taking some sort of action afterwards. Now, the sixth reason how your website can make you money is via online retail sales. Okay. So after online bookings, as a way your website should be directly making you more money, comes the ability to sell your retail products online. Now, for me, this is just a no-brainer. As far as I'm concerned, you know, the beauty of offering your clients specialized expert advice on the products they should be using is that they at some point run out of those products and they need to buy more. Now, if they happen to be coming in to see you, then great, wonderful, you'll be able to sell them. But why on earth would you not give them the opportunity to buy replacements from you on your website? And these days, it takes no work at all to do this. I mean, it's so simple to do this. It takes no work for you to sell another product online of someone that you've already sold that product to. And it puts money straight into your bank account. 
Now, just like online bookings, having an online store for your website is so easy thanks to things like Shopify and WooCommerce that to not have an online store selling retail products and gift vouchers as well on your website is 100% leaving money, quite a lot of money, I think, on the table when it comes to your clients. Now, just imagine if you could still sell retail products so easily online right now, whilst we're on good old coronavirus lockdown, you could be, as a lot of salon owners are who are doing this, you could be maintaining a healthy income even whilst not able to perform treatments physically on people. Now, the seventh reason your website should be making you money is via something called lead generation. Now, sometimes, quite a lot of the time, actually, people find your website online. They come across your website, but they're not quite ready to make a booking just yet. They may be browsing. They may be sort of half thinking about changing salons or or going somewhere different. They may just be browsing for now. But wouldn't it be great if you could still interact with that person personally at that time when they've come across your website, or at least very near the time they visit your website? Now, if you're not familiar with this terminology, in the world of sales, lead generation is someone that isn't yet ready to buy, but they've in some way indicated to you that they're interested in whatever it is that you do. Now, once again, the technology exists now that to do this is really, really easy. And to take that browser and start them on that path to becoming a client, even if they're not quite ready just yet to do so. Now, there's two main ways I think to do this. And I've seen huge results from both of these with my clients. First of all, capturing their email address. And secondly, starting a conversation with them on Messenger. Now, both of these options take someone that found your website because they were interested in whatever it was you offered and put the control of the situation back in your hands rather than leaving things to fate for that potential client to, you know, see your website, like what they see, go away, and then somehow remember you and come back again and make a booking. What if the next salon website they browsed to did capture their email address and started a conversation with them on Messenger? Do you think they'd be more likely to get the new client than you would? I think so. Now, the eighth way that your website should make you more money is by easy to find information. Now, both clients and potential clients are lazy these days. We all are, if we're honest. I, as an example, I always order takeaway. I always order takeaway from the same Chinese restaurant all the time, but I've never quite bothered saving their number in my phone. Why? Well, because I know the name of the place and because I can really easily go to their website and click on the phone number right at the very top of their website and phone them that way. Now, they put the thing that I want as the consumer, they put the thing that I want and likely what most people want right at the very top of their site, exactly where it's needed. Now, that's the beauty of a website. You get to put all of the information that your clients and your potential clients need exactly where they need it and when they need it, or at least that's what your website should do. Now, this might be your contact details. It might be an address. It might be a map of where you are. It might be where to park or how to find you. It might be your latest offers. It might be, I don't know, the latest article you wrote, your social media details, all sorts of things. But your website should be your lazy client's guide to whatever it is that they need. You can't do that on Instagram now, can you? And number nine is it should be a way to save money for you on things like your price lists and your treatment brochures. You know, yeah, a beautifully printed price list or a treatment menu is nice to have, but let's face it, they get lost, they get scribbled on, they get tidied away into the recycling bin when someone takes them home, and they also go out of date. Guess where your clients really look when they want to know how much something costs or what treatments you offer? Yep, your website, or at least that's where they want to look 
So save yourself some money, save some of the planet as well, and put your prices and your treatment menus online. Now, not to mention this means you can update your pricing more often too. So you're not locked into that pricing because you printed 2,000 of those brochures. So now you can't change your prices. Now, I could keep going with more reasons, but I kind of think you get the idea now about the ways your website could make you more money. So the next question is, all right, how much money exactly can your website make you then? Well, okay, difficult question because there's all these different things going on. But you know me, don't shy away from difficult questions. Now, of all the reasons above, I think the top three for me are lead generation, online bookings, and online retail or gift voucher sales. Now, I've taken those three and I've crunched all the numbers. And if you don't have these three things at all easily available on or from your website, then I think you're likely missing out on around 50% minimum additional revenue. And I've been pretty conservative with the numbers there. So it could be and probably is very much higher than that. Now, not to mention as well, the huge time saving that would be involved in you doing most of those things manually. So that's just how it can make you more money. That should show you a little bit in terms of how to get you on board with what we're talking about. But your website can't just be those things. So what else does your website need to have on it? as we you know, carry on through 2020 and into the future. Does it need to be some huge, complicated, 50-page, amazing, all singing, all dancing extravaganza that costs you a fortune? Well, no. Actually, functionality is far more important these days than how clever it is or how many flashy videos or anything like that it's got on there. But a few key things are really important important for you to have on your website. Okay. So number one, above anything else, it needs to be quick to load. Like I said, people are busy these days and people are lazy. So when they've clicked on that link on Google or they've typed in your website address, they don't want to wait at all for it to load. So don't overload your website with those flashy videos or huge images or things like that. Make it look good. Make it match your brand. Yes, but don't go overboard. Now, number two, think mobile. People do not browse websites anymore on their computers. Okay, a couple of people do, but forget about them. They use their phones. So I don't care if your website looks beautiful on a laptop. If it doesn't work on an iPhone, if you have to scroll around to read text or, you know, pinch and zoom to find something on the page, then not only is it annoying for the user, but Google have actually come out and said that they will not be displaying your business, your website on their search results if it's not designed for mobile. Fact. Number three, it needs to have a very clear line at the top of the site telling people what you do. Now, you might know what your business is, but a potential client doesn't. So get in there right away. Tell people what they want to know right at the top of the website so you get them hooked immediately. Okay, only then will they bother to read more and click any of your other links on there. Number four, have your contact info on there, please. Super important. You know, your website needs to attract potential clients, sure, but we'll get onto that in a bit. But you also need to give your existing clients what they want easily too. So make it stupidly simple for anyone on your website to call, email, message, connect with you, however you want to do it. All of them need to be clickable links, okay? Don't make people have to write down a phone number to call you. They won't do it. So make sure everything, every way that people contact you is clickable on their phone so they can contact you easily. Number five, needs to have a great big button on there 
so they can book online. Don't hide the fact that your clients can book online with you. Make it clear as soon as you can on their front page. Heck, do it on every page if you can. Now, number six, social icons. Now, remember, like I said earlier, the spokes of your internet wheel. Now, as much as your social platforms should drive people back to your website, equally, your website should also lead them to your social channels. Now, that way, anyone that comes to your website and likes what they see can easily go and check out your latest info, your latest styles, your designs, your work, your thoughts on whichever social channel that they prefer to use. Now, remember as well that some people are going to prefer Facebook over Instagram. Some prefer Twitter, for some reason, over Facebook. So clearly showing them what platforms that you're on, and I mean really on, don't just join every single platform, you know, unless you actually use them, Give your website visitors the option to follow you in the way that best suits them. That's a must as well. Don't make these options hard to find either. Don't just put them at the very bottom of your website, okay? Put them where people want to find them. Make sure they're clickable. Again, put them at the top of the page, put them in the middle of the page somewhere, put them at the bottom of the page. But please, please make sure that your social icons actually link to your profiles. The amount of sell-on websites that I review for new clients and find that their social icons linked to whatever the default setting is for that website, usually Wix, um, just drives me absolutely crazy. So please, please, if you're going to have the social icons on there, please make sure they actually link to your profiles, the correct ones. Now at number seven, you really should have an about page on your website. I know it's kind of the obvious thing to have, but it's what people look for. Now, this needs to be about you and about your story, not some sort of generic um, description of the things that you do in your salon. Why did you start your salon? What's your philosophy? Why would someone come to you rather than go to any other salon or spa in your area? Now, this needs to identify right away with your ideal client, what they like, what they value, what they find interesting, what they aspire to, and what they're going to connect with. Now, use your personality here as well. Write like you. And then at the end, don't squander that connection that you've just built up with your potential client. Have another button for them to do something, you know, whether that be book a treatment, follow you on Instagram, something, but don't leave them simply hanging. So don't just have the end of your about page and then hope that they're going to go and click on another page that will take them to wherever you want to go. You need to lead people around your website. Okay. And another thing as well is your about page is typically the second most visited page on your website after the homepage. If they've made it to your about page, it means that they've liked what they've seen on the homepage and they wanted to find out more about you. So now you know that, make use of that. You've built up that trust element already. Now's the time to hit them with an action that you want them to take. So, okay, those first seven items are pretty easy things. They're kind of the basics, the things that if you don't already have on your website, like I said, you're seriously missing out. And to be honest, may as well not have a website in the first place. So let's move on to the things that your website needs to have moving beyond 2020. Now then at number eight, it needs to have a way to capture people's email addresses and an ethical bribe. Now, okay, as I mentioned earlier on, some people are going to visit your website. They're going to like what they see, but they're kind of browsing. They're not ready to buy something just yet or book a treatment, but you've done all the hard work of getting them to your website already. So just like you would if they popped into the salon to say hello and ask some questions, don't let them leave without taking their details. Now, a simple email collection box on your website is an all too often missed opportunity. It's a very low commitment from the visitor that bridges the gap between being interested in you and being ready to book a treatment. It's not cost your visitor any money. 
It's just an email address. Problem is that no one these days is going to give you their email address for nothing. Just having a box on your website saying, hey, join our email newsletter isn't going to get you many email addresses at all. You need to give people something in return for their email address. Now, this is referred to as a lead magnet or an ethical bribe. Now, this can really be anything of value to your visitor. It can be simply hearing about your promotions and your offers before anyone else, which is basically your newsletter. But see how it sounds a lot better? Now, it might be a free guide to skincare for the new season, five exercises they can do at home with their busy mums, how face shapes affect lash design options, quick makeup tips for your next Zoom meeting in low light, all these kind of things. Really anything that you can offer them in return for their email address and the permission to contact them. Now, once you've got their email address, now you can connect with them. You can turn that browser into a booker or a buyer. It's not guaranteed, sure, but it's a lot more likely than if you just you know, left it to chance, they'd left your website and just hoped that they'd come back again. Now, doing this, so it, it gets a little bit more tricky. You need that box on your website to capture the email. You need to display the information and the privacy policies that comply with the data collection rules of your country or your state. Ideally, you then want that link to your email capture system so it all goes into there automatically. And then you need some sort of automated way to send them an email address, thanking them for giving you their email address and also delivering that free thing that you promised them in return for their email address. Now, this isn't exactly hard nowadays. It's quite easy. It's a lot easier now than like it was certainly a few years ago. But with a bit of Googling and a bit of time spent on YouTube, you can piece all these bits together yourself or have a web developer do this for you or possibly even, you know, the nearest 12-year-old child. Number nine, you need the ability to create landing pages. Okay. So as I just said, you need a way to capture people's email addresses in return for this ethical bribe. Problem is that that free thing isn't going to work for all your potential clients. You might even offer different services, and you might want to promote those on social media with different ethical bribes that kind of go along more with that particular service. So now you need something called a landing page. Now, this is basically a single page with one purpose, to offer something specific to a certain type of potential client, once again, in return for their email address. Now, this could be for an event that you've got coming up. It could be for a new launch that you're putting in place. It could be a retreat that you're organizing. It could be anything, but it immediately tells you which of your followers, which of your audience, which of your clients or potential clients are interested in a certain thing that you're offering. Now, this means that you can then contact them directly or target them with automated emails, text messages, messenger messages, whatever it is, promoting that specific thing to them, leading to more money for you. Now, landing pages, they're nothing mystical. They're just, you know, another web page really, but you want the ability to get them up and online easily onto your website with minimal cost, with minimal fuss and taking you minimal time. But I see so many salon owners promoting something, promoting their event, their launch and offer on their social media, and then simply sending people to their website homepage, expecting that visitor to poke around the website to find the information they're looking for. People just will not do it. They'll get to where they're going, realize it's not got the information straight away they wanted, and they'll go off somewhere else. If you promote something and it connects with someone, they need to be taken straight to the information they want so they can take action, the action that you want them to take, i.e. book the thing, buy the ticket, enter their email, whatever it is. And then at number 10, you need that online shop. 
to sell your retail products and your gift vouchers. And there's really no excuse these days not to have an online shop as part of your website. I may have said that already. There are so many super simple online tools that you can use to do this. And it's simply a matter of uploading a picture of the product, putting some information on there about the products and the price. It's really that easy. You don't even need to put everything you sell up there. Put just the things that your clients are most likely to want to buy or repurchase. That's going to save you time. It's going to make you money automatically. And since you now have that shop online, sell your gift vouchers on there as well. Why wouldn't you? Trust me, it's the best feeling in the world when you wake up in the morning, you swing your legs out of bed, you fish your phone out from under the pillow or on the nightstand or under the bed where it fell last night. You look at the screen and you see that while you were asleep, you sold five items and three gift vouchers and several hundred dollars or several hundred pounds made its way automatically into your bank account all while you were dreaming of whatever you were dreaming of. Now then, all of this, particularly these last few things, may sound complicated to you. May sound like child's play, I don't know. And equally, you may be thinking, damn, I really need to get myself a website. Or, oh no, I've got to start all over again with my website. And you may be wondering where on earth to start. It's quite a lot to take in, I know. But remember the benefits. 50% more revenue or more, more clients, more money, less work for you in the long run, leading to more time and all of it happening in the background whilst you do other things. Now, that's why for the next few episodes, we're focusing on getting you the website of your dreams. So strangely for me, you won't often hear me say this, but right now I want you to wait and not take any action for now. There's a little more to think about than just diving in and creating a new site or updating your existing one based on this one episode alone. I don't want you to waste any time or any money, especially with things as they are right now, especially when money is tight, even though you might have time on your hands. But there are a few other elements to the website jigsaw puzzle that I want to cover with you before you do anything else. So as much as I've covered in this episode, the must-have things your website needs in 2020 and beyond, there are those other things as well. A couple of things specifically that I've left out of today's episode because they deserve their own episode. They're that important. And the first of these is how to get more people to your website in the first place. Because there's little point in putting in all this work to have your website, have all of these crucial things on there that's going to make you more money if no one's ever going to find it anyway. So next week, that's what I'm sharing with you. And I'm joined by a special guest expert to explain how to get your ideal potential clients to find your website first. I'm going to be sharing with you how to have the number one beauty business in your area on Google. Sound good? What do you think? If you were the salon that showed up at the top of a search in your area for beauty salon near me, do you think you'd get more clients? Of course you would. Now, I promise you that if you stick with us over the next few weeks, you'll have all the knowledge and all the tools that you need to make your website the best member of your team, the best moneymaker in your beauty business. So if that sounds good to you, I'll see you back here, same place, in just a few short days' time. <laughs>